1: This is Next Steps for Seniors
2: with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent
1: or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm Wendy Jones, your host, and also, as everybody knows, owner and operator of the Next Steps for Seniors LLC as well as Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. And each and every week, this program really is designed to get in front of the problems that come our way. You know, a lot of times in life, as we're going through life, things end up happening and we're like, what is going to be focused more on seniors and the scams that are out there, the fraud that is out there. And we want to educate you and give you information so you can be aware what those next steps are when it comes your way. And that is why we have Dan in the studio with us today. So good morning, Dan. How are you today? Good
2: morning, Wendy. I am fine and I hope you're well as well.
1: Yes. Blessed, best, blessed. And I'll tell you what, very healthy and that's And he is the president, so we're excited to have your knowledge and your wisdom here today. And my first question to you, just so our listeners kind of understand a little bit about what Crime Stoppers is, but what exactly does Crime Stoppers do?
2: Well, um, first of all, I would imagine that many of your listeners see us on television pretty much every day uh, when we're asking uh, the general public to uh, help us to either find someone Or provide information regarding a particular crime, or whatever, whatever it happens to be. But Crime Stoppers, Clair, the County of Saint Clair, uh, and and in that area is about 5.4 million people. There's only 10 million people that live in the state of Michigan. Wow. Our role is to do two things. One is, I'm sure again, your listeners are familiar with 1-800 Speak Up. So we we are asked either by law enforcement agencies or families or their victims, if you will, when an investigation ceases to uh, have any momentum, uh, when interviews have already taken place for witnesses, when there's when the crime scene has already been looked at, when forensics are done, when there's no place in the agency, or the family or the victim or both, ask us to reach out to the general public to see if we can get additional information to move an investigation forward or, in some cases, re-engage it. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, we do through a variety of tools, including what your uh, viewers or what your uh, listeners may see, which is the tele- the television channels, 247, etc. Uh, we also use a tremendous amount of social media. Uh, we do posters. We do presentations. We do radio shows such as yours. So we're out there constantly in the general public. Um, We have hundreds of families, very much like what you do. We have hundreds of families that come to us throughout Southeast Michigan, either seeking our help or our law enforcement community seeking our help. We support over 200 law enforcement agencies throughout Southeast Michigan. The other side of what we do is we are we, we've created uh, a an organization or an entity within our organization called the Center for Crime Prevention, which really is what we're doing here today, Wendy, which is talking about ways that you can prevent uh, yourself becoming a victim of crime, and we do that throughout Southeast Michigan. Yesterday, for example, we had a a program with a hundred children, school children. Uh, in a, a school downtown, a charter school downtown, talking about what they need to know in light of this uh, recent Oxford shooting situation that has occurred. So that's basically the role of Crime Stoppers. It is the largest crime-fighting organization in the world. They're in 22 countries. And I am happy to say that the key to this whole thing on the 1-800 side is that anybody who calls 1-800 speak up does so anonymously. Over the last six years, just to give you some uh, basis in fact, over the last six years, 38,000 people have called 1-800-SPEAK-UP. Not one of those people have ever been identified because when you call 1-800-SPEAK-UP, that telephone is answered in Dallas, Texas. It's not answered here in Michigan at all. That information is passed on to us and we we. Uh, make sure it's a, it's appropriate and complete and then we pass it on to the law enforcement agency um two other things I I want to make sure your listeners know one when a person passes on information and it's deemed that in for that information caused an arrest to be made we do offer rewards it's the only way we we can thank people Because we don't know them, so we can't give them a pin, we can't send them a thank you card, we can't pat them on the back because we have no clue who they are. We can, however, through an anonymous program that we have with one of the local banks, we can provide them cash, and it is cash, and no questions are asked, and nobody knows uh, who they are. Uh, The last thing I want to say about the the calls, uh, we average 6,000 anonymous calls a year. Um, and, and I'm happy to say, uh, when I say we cover seven counties of, uh, of uh, Southeast Michigan, oftentimes, I think people think that the Crime Stopper program is totally focused in the city of Detroit because, one, it's the largest entity that we serve, and two, because it's a city. The fact of the matter is, out of 6,000 tips that we take in averaging uh, a year, 50% of those tips are from the suburbs. They're from Birmingham. They're from Rochester. They're from uh, Oxford. They're from all over the place, Rose Township, etc. cetera. So people tend to think that th- this program is just about Detroit, and it is not. Crime is crime. It may, lo- it may look different on Main Street in Rochester than it does on Cass Avenue, but it affects people the same way. It has an economic effect the same way. And it really affects people's family the same way.
1: So first, Dan, I've just got to say this: thank you, thank you for what you do, because there are so many things that are happening, especially now more than ever. Um, with you know, missing my, my girlfriend, my my daughter's friend has been missing for two months now, and um, from the Michigan State story, I'm sure you remember this one, and. You know, there's and the shooting at Oxford. I mean, we're all right here. The people listening to this radio station are local. We're in Wayne, Mo- Oakland, Macomb counties, and the, the audience you're speaking to are, are us. And we need you. We need you to do what you're doing to help all of us. And listeners, that's why Dan's here today. This information is priceless. And, and I want to go back on a couple things you said that I think are amazing. Number one, the reward. And thank you for setting that up, because that in my spirit, I, not that I don't want them caught, because of course we do, but in my spirit, I want that boy home.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let's, yeah, absolutely. if
1: we need to get money out there to get people, let's do it. That's
2: exactly right. And, I, and Winnie, I got to tell you something uh, that's, uh, that, that is heart uh, warming to me, and more importantly, my staff of seven that does all this. Um, only thirty percent of the people that are awarded rewards even pick them up.
1: So, seventy
2: really? percent of people are just trying to do the right thing. And let me say that uh, that that is uh, that that's what keeps my staff who deal with all of these things every single day. I'm, I tell people I'm just the the, uh, the face of Crime Stoppers, but these folks do this every day. And I think you know we've we've issued almost six hundred thousand dollars worth of rewards over wow. the past six years. And uh, about 30%, 32% people pick it up. Others just want to do the right thing.
1: Thank you for conscious, <laughs> conscious, right? I mean, in your subconscious, you can't live with yourself. You, how do you lay your head on the bed at night, knowing information, knowing you did something wrong? I mean, this is, this is how we change the world. We change the world one step at a time and by doing the right thing. And my listeners know my passion, and it is for always doing the right thing for everyone. And when God looks down, he doesn't see. He sees our hearts. He goes right into the inside of us. And I don't know about you guys, but I want him to see a pure heart. Mm. (laughs) That is not something I want to mess around with. Okay, so we're going to switch gears in our next segment, because we've only got 30 seconds left in this one, to talk about specifically our seniors. Um, I know that our seniors, uh, during this time especially the holiday time, you know winter, sometimes get taken advantage of, and we want to educate you seniors as much as we possibly can on this segment, and um, and bring awareness so that we are all you know heightened in our awareness level. You're listening to the Patriot at FM one hundred one point five AM fourteen hundred, and we'll be back in just one moment. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today, Crime Stoppers of Michigan. And we are blessed to have the president, Daniel DiBardino, in the studio with us today sharing all this great information about what Crime Stoppers is and what they do. And I'm just going to share that number, 1-800-SPEAK-UP. That's it. If you know anything about any crime, and they also have a website, you can actually go on and look up all the different crimes and see if you see these people or these cars or anything to do with any of these crimes, and that is www.1800speakup.org. So I just want to share that with you, listeners, and we're transitioning into seniors. We're transitioning into to you, our listeners. Um, One of the things that I wanted to ask you is how much money is attributed to senior scams in a given year?
2: The uh, latest numbers that I saw, it's about $40 billion a year that are stolen from uh, seniors every year by people who target them for scamming. Absolutely. And I I would bet, Wendy, that number is probably low Uh, based on what I see every day. Uh, based on what I hear every day, I would suspect that number is probably, uh, there's probably another 20% or more to that number, without a doubt.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, yeah. The sad part about it is uh, that many of these scams go uh, without ever being resolved in terms of uh, who, because many of these scammers are off, uh, off-site. off uh, When I say off-site, they're out of the or- country totally. Oh. Yes, and so... Uh, You have all kinds of uh, legalities, uh, whether it be with the uh, local police departments or the Michigan State Police or the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Uh, They don't have jurisdiction in some of these places. So the end result is uh, that these things just continue to happen and nobody can do anything about them. Some of the governments that perhaps cover those particular areas decide to do nothing. And so it's a situation that goes on and on and on. So it's not going to be solved by law enforcement. It's got to be solved by our seniors' understanding what they should know and what they shouldn't do.
1: Got it, and I agree with that 100%, and that is why you're here today. (laughs) Just saying. Okay, so tell us what our seniors do need to know.
2: Well, I think first of all, uh, Wendy, as you and I talked about a little bit, you know, why seniors? Why are they targeting seniors? And I think there's a number of of reasons why they are. Uh, first off, uh, many seniors are single uh, in terms of they've lost a loved one, they've lost a companion, whatever. and And including my mother, who was My mother died at 86 years old, and she was fooling around with the computer all the time and getting onto all these websites. It's a wonderful thing to use to gain knowledge, to gain information, to hook up with other people. It's a great tool if it's used, as you know, uh, properly. Uh, Many of our seniors, however, are not technically savvy. Uh, Many of our seniors are sweet, lovable people that want to believe everything they hear because that's how they are, so they're very vulnerable. And to top it all off, to really make it rather interesting, COVID put many of our seniors inside of their home for almost two years. So what better way to communicate with the outside world than to get a computer, have your son or your daughter or your grandkids get your computer, hook you all up, and now you're in touch with the entire world. And of course, unfortunately... Danger,
1: danger, danger. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and when you are in touch with the whole world, it means every scammer now is in touch with you as well. So there, it's easy pickings to do. Although I have to say that when you read about many of these uh hacking uh scams that go on in companies and and uh, information has been hijacked and so forth, it's because some of our young people are just as vulnerable to these kinds of things as well. But today we're talking seniors and what we need to do to keep them safe.
1: Well, and and I want to add to that because seniors are genuine. They are kind. They are loving. And if they ever see anybody in need, the first thing they do is want to help. And unfortunately, we need more seniors in the world because yeah. that's not necessarily the case right now with, with with our age or younger. So we need to learn from them. But in the same respect, the reason you're here today is educate us because we don't want to be taken advantage of. So I appreciate and, and, and I agree with you. On the seniors are vulnerable. And your guard needs to be up.
2: Yeah, it does. Unfortunately, it does need to be up. And you really have to ask yourself how lucky some of these scams promise a lot of things uh, they promise uh, cheaper pharmaceuticals and we'll get into some of them yeah yeah i wanted to uh, they share promise those. Uh, the fact that you just won a lottery they promise the fact that uh, we can uh, uh, we can provide you um, uh, a whole bunch of money from another country if you just do certain things because we can't get the money. They're, they're wonderfully, these scammers are great and talented at what they do in terms of promising people some great stuff. But you know the old adage, and our seniors know it well, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Uh, so you're right. I mean, I, I, it's easy to for any of us to believe some of this uh, nonsense that these people do. And because it's a... Forty billion dollar industry, if you will. Um, it's it's they're they're good. They're good at what they do. And when we talk about some of these particular scams, uh, I'm sure all of us have been uh, touched uh, with them. So I'd like to go over a couple, if you uh, if you're okay with that, to uh, talk about some of the scams that we need to be aware of.
1: Yes, I would love to know that because I think it isn't. It's critical, and and the more educated we are, the better chance we are of catching it before being proactive.
2: Absolutely. Well, uh, one of the scams is a Medicare scam where uh, scammers pose as Medicare representatives, and they're asking the seniors for their Medicare ID number, other personal information, and then what they do basically is take they, they thank the senior for. Uh, that information, and they'll make sure everything is is in good shape and their Medicare servicing them properly. And then the next thing you know, the fraudster or the, the scammer, if you will, uh, is billing Medicare for phony services, and then they're keeping the money themselves. And this happens pretty regularly. And, of course, the senior doesn't know it until they get a Medicare statement saying all these services that were provided to you and none of it uh, is real. One of the heartbreaking ones is what's referred to as the grandparent scam. And in this particular scam, and in this case, by the way, I've actually been scammed with this myself, where somebody will call you and tell you that they're from a police department or a hospital and one of your grandchildren has been in an accident and needs immediate medical attention.
1: Oh. And that would grab anybody's heartstrings. It's are you kidding? It's just
2: unbelievable. So who you are, your heart is palpitating at 100 miles an hour, and this person's telling you they need money right away, uh, and can you please send X amount of dollars? By the way, the call that I got, they were looking for $5,000. Now, it just so happens when these idiots called me, I have five grandchildren all under the age of four, so to tell me that they were in uh, a foreign country uh this in this case mexico when i did to send money uh was uh was to me very alarming and very clear that it was a scam but they do this constantly and it is amazing uh how many times uh people uh fall for this thing in the same token with this uh, grandparent scam oftentimes it's your your grandchild uh or your nephew or your niece are in jail And they've asked me to call to see if you could help them bond them out. Uh, Can you please send money? And unfortunately, it is absolutely amazing to me how many people uh, fall for this particular scam. Um, One of the ways, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things that you can do as you go through this. If... You get one of these scams, a Medicare scam, a, a grandparent scam, whatever it happens to be. The first thing that our seniors should do is say, can I have your number? Let me let me have your number, and I'm going to call you back at some point here, and we'll see what we can do. And oftentimes, you'll immediately get a soft shoe a version of, I can't give you the number, the number's not, not working, it's only for outgoing calls, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But well, we have to be very cautious about this grandparent uh, parent scam because it is a big one.
1: Yeah, and that's, that is frightening because you would assume that that is the case. But definitely be aware. Anytime they say that, be aware of it. Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I had it twice, and the other one was one of my nieces uh, who lives in Florida. And I almost, almost went for it, by the way. And by the way, this scam is not just on the computer they also pick up a phone and call you as well. Really? Uh, so yeah, they can do either one but it's easy uh, easier and less questions are asked if they do it through your email obviously or getting you through the through the internet itself. Uh we have yeah. uh, we have time for one more before we close. The
1: segment? I think we got to wait. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we have to wait, but I'm going to share with our listeners the Crime Stoppers. We've got two more segments, so we got lots of talking still to do. The Crime Stoppers phone number again is 1 800 SPEAK, S P E A K UP. And I just feel led. I'm just going to pray really quick for Father God, for any of those people, Lord, that are out there and missing, Father, including Brendan the sweet kid, Brendan Santo, that has been missing, that we know right here in our community. But there's so many others. God, I pray that your hedge surrounds them and protects them. And Father God, that you let those criminals feel so guilty that you bring them back to us. Lord, we commit it to you right now. And thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today, Crime Stoppers. And we've got the President, Daniel DiBardino. And what a blessing he has been, listeners, of all the information, all the things we need to know. And it is on us. We need to be proactive. We need to be aware. We need to be alert. And so I thank you, Dan, for sharing these Um, scenarios with people. So they're aware and they're paying attention and they're not going to get taken advantage of. You have some other uh, stories and other things you want to tell them about other crimes that are happening to seniors.
2: Yes, I I do, Wendy. And again, I want to remind your listeners that this is a $40 billion problem. So it's real and we have to be on our alert all the time. Uh, I know uh, many seniors uh, out there. I am one. Uh, We want to be uh, honest uh, with people. We think people are honest with us and so forth. But we do have to be aware there's people out there that want to take our money. There's people out there that want to hurt us. There's people out there that want to harm us. And we have to make sure that we are just arming ourselves with the right uh, questions and the right mindset so that if we think it could be a problem, we know how to deal with it. And that's all we can that's all we can do. So. One of the other scams that uh, we talked about in the last segment that I want to uh, I want to talk about, which is really disturbing, is what I refer to as a funeral scam. And in that, that particular case, you actually have people that call that say, "I know that your husband, your wife, your son, whatever passed, and we're sorry to hear that. However, they had an outstanding debt to me that I'd like you to pay." Stop it! Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's just unbelievable. Um, so I, I think you got to ha- be very, very aware if anybody calls, uh, obituaries are easy to find, um, uh, tombstones at the cemetery are easy to get information. Uh, so they can call you at any time and simply tell you that, uh, uh, that somebody had a debt. It's a large debt. They know you want to honor that debt. Um so can you please make sure that you pay it immediately uh, or uh send the money here or whatever the case happens to be and again Wendy the sad part is that it is amazing how many people fall uh for this particular uh situation when in fact uh maybe sometimes that is true by the way but but you have to ask a series of questions you got to ask first who are you how do I get a hold of you can you provide proof that my uh, loved one owed you money? What did they use that money for? When did this take place? Uh, I'd like to meet you personally uh, to pay for the, uh, the debt if we choose to do that. Um, I'm going to have you contact my attorney. I'm going to have you contact my son. This is the way you defend yourself. Maybe it is real. Maybe your loved one does owe somebody money and unfortunately died, didn't pay it back. But there's ways we can arm ourselves to say, hey, maybe if this is real, let me deal with it. So I'll tell you what, Mrs. Jones or Mr. Jones, and these scams are not all done by men, by the way. People think that, oh, it's got to be a guy. It does not have to be a guy. In many cases, it's a woman. So in many cases, it's people sounding like children. So you have to be armed. And again, in this case where there's an outstanding debt, for example, okay, uh, let me tell you how I'd like to handle this. I'm going to have you call my son or give me your number. My son will call you. My daughter will call you and we'll get this figured out. Oftentimes, the next thing you hear is click or if you're responding by email, okay, and we're going to talk about that in in a minute. If you're responding by email, the next thing that you'll see is there's no response back at all. So, but we'll go forward with that. Another common scam to take people's money is counterfeit prescription drugs. It's big and it's big in the seniors world because all of us, including me, take medication for some reason. you live long enough uh you know you're you're taking medication for something uh, and that's wonderful stuff but unfortunately, uh, these websites these are particularly website deals. Uh, they're promising cheap drugs. Uh, you can get them from here. You can get them from there. It's the most unsafe that people can do. And I'm not suggesting that all
1: uh, pharmacies uh, pharmacies are,
2: yeah. are bad. I'm not suggesting that some of these um, uh, website uh, uh, that you that you find there's some in Canada, for example, that are real. And they do provide good drugs. But unfortunately, some of these ones that are uh, advertising on the website, particularly on the website, the, the product, if you will, the drugs, the pharmaceuticals are counterfeit. And instead of helping you, in some cases, you can die as a result.
1: Oh, so we goodness. have to really be careful So how are they, how are they communicating this one Is this through this email is through or website yeah, this, okay.
2: this is through email go to, So you know go to our website Cheaper drug boom you go to the website And right away you're off and running So you, you have to be careful How do you defend yourself Call your doctor call CVS, call Walgreens, call somebody. Call a, a, you, you can't call the agency who's advertising on the website because they're just going to follow exactly. that whole scam. Call somebody who knows. Call the health department. Call Better Business Bureau. Call somebody who maybe has a handle on who might know these people mm. who might know this company and when you is do that is it legit
1: is it a true legitimate company ex- and, ex- yes, exactly and
2: in this particular case you're fooling around now just not with money now you're fooling around with your health so i think it's very very important that you're uh, i'm not i'm not running an advertising campaign for walgreens or cvs but we have to be very very careful and again i want to caution your Uh, Your listeners, there are companies out there, uh, legitimate companies, that are offering pharmaceuticals at a cheaper price because of the testing, because of uh, the federal government rules here in the United States. There are some companies, for example, I think uh, in in Canada specifically, that do offer uh, a cheaper price for real drugs. But you have to be careful. Call somebody. If you're not sure, call somebody.
1: And I want to add one more thing, just because I was in the pharmacy business for years. Pharmacists are very knowledgeable, and we have access to them. And if you want to know how, listen to this. Walk up to CVS or Walgreens, and that little sign that says consultation, stand there and say, I'd like to speak to a pharmacist. It's really not difficult. It's very easy to do. Sometimes when it's hard to get a hold of your doctor or get a hold of an office, I tell people, Go to CVS and stand at the consultation. Those people are knowledgeable.
2: That's right. You
1: can ask them anything and they know the answer. That's exactly
2: right. That's exactly right. They will. And that's what you should do. Phone scams. I want to go back now to something that we're talking about scams that in in this particular case, oftentimes are web-based, computer-based scams because they're easier to do. But there's phone scams, too, that your listeners need to be aware of. People are talking right now. Uh, Kentucky just had a phenomenal uh, weather occurrence that went through their, their state uh, with a whole town being destroyed. Uh, right now, for example, there is an organization, legitimately, I might add, uh, trying to support the police agencies and fire agencies. Uh, there are always some natural disasters somewhere uh, here we are at Christmas time. People are trying to feed the hungry, feed the poor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Your listeners have to be very careful because in a phone scam situation like that, you do need to provide information to transfer money to the person on the other end. So now you're in a situation where you really have to be cautious, and you really need to ask. Questions. And one of the ways to always deal with these particular issues, either by web or by phone, is to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask. Who are you? How long has your agency been around? Can I find you? Do you have a website? I'd like to see the website. Can I call you back? Uh, That's a key one. You're right. That's key. If they say no, click should be the next thing you hear on your phone. (laughs) You hanging up. because because the phone scam, they want to know, okay, can you uh, provide me a credit card? Oftentimes. Can we do PayPal? Can we do your checking account? So here you are providing all of this information. Right, And
1: then they're going to ask for your date of birth and Absolutely. all this other info. And no, no, no. And then
2: the next thing you know, you call your bank and you say, where did my money go? The best way, in my opinion, and I know a lot of people who give to a lot of different uh, charities whether it's the Capuchins downtown, whether it's St. Jude's Hospital, whatever it happens to be, feed the hungry, excuse me, or whatever, the Red Cross, send me what you need to send me, and I will send you a check.
1: Exactly.
2: And you will never get it. Uh, you, you get nothing. But if they start hemming and hauling and, oh, no, I can't really, then don't bother. Just hang, hang the phone up.
1: I think, it's, I think it's critical. And this is such a great point. Such a great point. Because so many of us are giving way too, inf- too much information. And I'll tell you, this happened to me once. And I'm knocking on wood right now because I don't ever want it to happen again. Credit card fraud. But when I went into the police department right here in Rochester, they said, do you know 90% of what we do now a days is fraud? It's taking yeah. care of all these abuse and fraud situations. And I'm like, what the heck happened? I mean, this is the world we're living in. It's and, easier and than it's robbing real. banks.
2: It's easier than robbing banks.
1: Absolutely crazy. So thank you for what you're doing. And listeners, this is this is critical. We've got one more segment left. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Patriot, FM one oh one point five AM fourteen hundred, the Crime Stoppers. Don't forget about them. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot FM 101.5, uh, AM 1400. Welcome back to our program with Crime Stoppers with Daniel DiBardino, who is the president of Crime Stoppers. I'm going to give you their number again because if anybody has any information, uh, it is extremely important. We have a lot of people right now, fresh on my spirit as Brendan Santos, um, but a lot of people that are missing and crimes that have been happening, and we need to get the information to the authorities. And that number, again, is 1-800-SPEAK-UP. S P E A K up, That's the number. Super easy. Write it down and make sure you report things. This is important. We're all citizens of the United States of America. We got to look out for each other. So uh, Dan's got some other things he wants to inform you seniors about uh, so that we can be more aware and proactive in our safety. What are some other scenarios, All right. Dan? Well, thank you, Wendy.
2: Um, I wanted to go on to something that's always near and dear to everybody's heart, and that's called uh, what's referred to as a sweetheart scam. And it's a uh, Ironic that it's called that, but basically, for particularly those seniors that are by themselves, that are lonely, that maybe are looking for some companionship, and we're all looking for companionship in one form or another. uh, Instead of getting companionship, they get tied up with a fraudster. Uh, And in one particular case, uh, a woman uh, discovered that her 79 year old father had sent a woman over seven hundred thousand dollars that he had never met before my gosh it's it's unreal i mean these things sound like they're fantasies or stories you can't make this up yeah but it's true and that's that's just one of them and the reason is uh what happens is these fraudsters uh create uh they steal or create phony uh uh pictures okay of attractive people they get them on the website. They they suck you into these lonely heart club kind of programs that they run. The next thing you know, you're talking to somebody who you think is, is that person that you're looking at on a photo, and it's not. It's some clown in a, a cut off shirt and, and cut off shorts in some shack somewhere, mm-hmm. but you think you're talking to him or her. And the next thing, this person's pouring their heart out to you, and as time goes on, it's, well, I need money. I'm being thrown out of my home. Uh, my kids needs a, 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 a an operation. My car doesn't run. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And before you know it, here we go. Bottom line is, when you are looking for companionship, you should have nothing to do with loaning people money. That's a great way to not have companionship. Right. Good okay? point. I don't want any of my friends asking me for money. Uh, so it, it's and this is a real easy one to get sucked into because. The visuals and all these things are just absolutely amazing. I mean, great photos, great dialogue, wonderful. And, and everybody's seen it. I'm sure your seniors watch all these shows that we all watch where people, it's easy to fake. The best way for me to describe it is we've all seen The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. If you can just think of all of these calls or emails that you get that is it. The Wizard of Oz, then you may be more cautious than, oh, I'm sure it, it isn't.
1: That's a good point. I like it.
2: The other scam that's going on right now that is absolutely incredible that uh, people would even uh, to go for it, yet they do, is people getting called, uh, this is a phone scam normally, from the Internal Revenue Service. Uh, you owe money. Um, we're going to come and, and, and take your house. Uh, we're going to come. I actually had one of them call me and said that we're going to, there's a, uh, they're going to come and, and, and actually take my home and throw me out in 24 hours. I mean, you know, and, 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 you know, it all seems crazy and, and nonsensical, but if you're sitting there thinking, oh my God, what, what's going on here? You could really get burned. So here's the best way for your, for your uh, listeners to know, no federal agency, no federal agency. I don't care whether it's the Social Security Administration, whether it's the Internal Revenue Service. I don't care what it is. They do not pick up a phone and call you for any reason and to demand money or threatening legal action. They don't do that. Okay. so it's important for people to know. The last thing I know in the interest of time that I do want to tell you about is life insurance. There is a scam going on these days of life insurance, both through the Web and on the phone. Where these clowns will sell you life, and these are legitimate servers, uh, salespeople, by the way, selling you term insurance. Then they transfer it into whole life. The principal goes sky high. You don't know why. You're locked in, et cetera, et cetera. Again, it's a situation where you have to be cautious. If it's too good to be true, it is. Lastly, I'll, I'll say this to you. Um, when you get a call, and this is many, uh many times this happens by phone uh, and email. You'll get a call saying there's some confusion about your account. It didn't get applied properly. Uh, I get them all the time about uh, my credit cards that I don't even have. Uh, ABC Bank has your credit card and you didn't get any payment. Well, what do you do? The first thing you want to do, because we're legitimate people, is pick up a phone and the, and the number's real. And say, I don't have an account with your bank. Oh, Mr. DiBardino, I'm so sorry. Can you provide us some information about yourself? We'll get this cleared up right away. And before you know it, they have my name, they got my address, they got my social security number, my date of birth, and then there goes your identity as well.
1: So we do not, under any circumstances, give them any information. Not my bank, okay, bye bye click. I liked when you said that. The next sound that you hear should be a click.
2: That is exactly right. So um, I know you asked earlier, and we're going to ask about how can we uh, prevent uh, being scammed. A couple of ways. First, I hope that today, through your show, Wendy that your listeners are aware, aware that you can be scammed and you got to be cautious and you got to be uh, very much aware, whether it's through a website or through a phone, that the, the person on the other end could be the Wizard of Oz. Let's use that as a term. Second of all, your listeners should never, ever, ever, ever give out any personal information. I don't care who they're talking to. If there is something you think is legit Let me call you back. Are you from Bank of America? Great, I'll call you back. What number should I use? And then don't just pick up the number. Use your computer or use whatever you need to use. Check the number. See if it is a legitimate number. And if it is, or call, what is your name? Call Bank of America and say, I want to talk to Dan DiBardino. There's no such person here. Goodbye, click, and we're done. Exactly. Uh, Making sure that we know also there's another great one that I tell people that really helps a lot. If you're if you notice with some of these phone scams, when you pick up the phone there's what's called dead air. Yes. As soon as you hear the dead air, click. That should be the next thing because oftentimes they're robo calls Robo calls. And and so there's a delay in the call between when you answer and when they answer. If indeed you hear that dead air, forget it. Click. Also emails (laughs) with links. Uh, So that's on the phone. Links and attachments. Never, 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 never go to a link or an attachment unless you know exactly who the person is. If you don't know, delete it, especially on the computer. One of the ways that all of these companies are being hacked is because somebody inevitably opens up a link or an attachment that allows a virus to come into the system, and then these people can hijack all of your information. If you don't know the person, and one of the interesting ways you you know this is, if you look at the at the email and it says, I'm calling from Bank of America, okay? And then go to the top and look at who sent it to you. They don't have a Bank of America domain on the end of their name. They have David Bardino at Gmail. (laughs) Click, (laughs) delete immediately. So that delete button or that hang-up ability on your phone are the two best ways to make sure that your listeners don't get scammed.
1: I love it. I absolutely love it. And listeners, I know you're thinking what I'm thinking. Thank you. Honestly, for this information is priceless. We have a minute and 30 seconds left. In case some listeners are just tuning in for the first time, Dan, what are the most important takeaways from today's program you want our listeners to to know?
2: The most important thing to be aware of or is to be aware as to make sure you recognize that any email or call you get that you don't it's somebody not in your family, not in your circle of friends, be aware that it could be a scam. Take the appropriate action to ask the right questions uh, as to who the person is. If you're not sure and, and and you have an inquiry made, have one of your children, have a, a trusted friend, have somebody look into it, make the call for you, whatever you need to do. And if it's a person who is legit trying to seek uh, information from you for whatever, they'll understand if they don't hang up on them. It's the best thing I can tell tell your listeners. Let's be aware, but in all cases, never, never, never give out any of your important information. Not your social security number ever, not your date of birth, not your address, none of the above. Nobody should have access to that and nobody should be entitled
1: to that. And they shouldn't be asking for it. I can't think of anybody legit who really needs that who either if they if it's important they already have it like your bank. Exactly. And exactly. I like the call them back. Just say give me your number. Yeah. I'll call you back at first and last name. Always want to know who you're talking to. Exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you Dan. Thank you for what you're My doing. Pleasure. Thank you to Crime Stoppers and thank you listeners. God bless you. Make it a great day.